Hello, welcome to Flashback. My name is Rue, and in this podcast, we will be taking ourselves back in time to discover more about my history and my questions. Welcome to Flashback. Nice to be back after a few weeks away. I have a special episode for you today titled, Our Week in Minnesota Studies. In this episode, I will share short stories from a variety of topics. What's it like learning Dakota? the U.S.-Dakota treaties in Minnesota, a mock court trial we had in class. Sit back and enjoy the show. So, first of all, we've been learning about the Dakota people, their culture, and their language, and I'm just getting used to saying these words, so I may not say them correctly, but I am with Ari Henley, one of my classmates, and we are going to talk about some of the words that we have learned. So first of all, we're going to like introduce ourselves to each other in Dakota. So Rue, Amakiapie, um, New Jersey, Dematahan. And that means they call me Rue, and I'm from New Jersey. Okay, Ari, your turn. Ari, Amakiapie, Minnesota, Dematahan. Okay, so, yeah. And that means they call me Ari, and I'm from Minnesota. Pretty, like, the same as mine. So then, some other of the words we learned, um, one of them was Minnesota Makoche, which is what the Dakota people called this land that we now live on, that Dakota people still live on, and we now call it Minnesota. They called it Minnesota Makoche. And then there was one more, Ari. Um, the next word is Watakawe'awasin, and that means all my relatives. So the Dakota people, they didn't just, most people think that all my relatives is just people you're related to, like blood-related, close friends. But actually, to the Dakota, it meant like the land, the their houses, everything, nature, friends, family. So all people in their tribe, pe- people, things, and people just around them. Okay, so yeah, that was what we learned about for the Dakota language. When the U.S. government started coming around asking the Dakota to sign treaties, um, telling them to give the government land, it was hard for the Dakota to do that because they were so connected to their land, the Minnesota Makoche, and it was hard for them to, to like, imagine someone actually owning land because it would go against all of their beliefs. Learning the Dakota language has been really fun, and I think it's really cool because it the Dakota is it's a really interesting culture and there's I think some people don't realize that there's still Dakota people living here on this land and it's like part of this land and I think part of Minnesota is the fact that Dakota like this land is so special to them and so I think it's really important to to learn their language. 
We also spent some time in class learning about the treaty signing between the Dakota and U.S. government. It's a complicated story, and I'm just starting to learn about it, so please bear with me. So a treaty is like an agreement that's written down on paper, and the U.S. government was trying to get the Dakota people to sign this treaty, basically saying, we'll give you money and goods that you'll need if you give us some of your land. And the U.S. needed more land because there were so many immigrants coming into the United States, and they needed homes for everyone. The Dakota ended up signing the treaty, but the... But immigrants just kept on coming into their land and into their land. And just like, and then the Dakota had been promised money and goods. They never got that. And later they signed more treaties, which gave them a very small sliver of land along the Minnesota River. And it was not a lot of space for them. And they were promised like $3 million. And they never got it. And they also signed a treaty that said they had agreed to, to, they owed the government a very large amount of money. And that wasn't true. I am, like, when I was learning about this, it made me really upset because. It's just so unfair to, like, have people sign, like, give up their land that they have been living on for years and they're so connected to for, and they're promised something for it and they get none of it. I want to know what happened to, like, the Dakota after this, what did they end up with? Did they, did any of these promises actually come through? And I want to know what happens next. And what, I mean, I know that Dakota are still living here, but it must have been so hard for them to, like, live with this happening. Another thing we did in Minnesota Studies this week is we started out the week acting out a court case about a broken window. Um, It was about, we did a mock trial on the the defendant um, was said, it was said that he had broken a window and I was uh, one of the defendant's attorneys. So I was trying to prove that he was not guilty of doing that. And I thought that it was really fun and cool. Especially we had Zoe come in, who's in law school right now, I believe. I thought it was super cool to learn what it's like because I'm really interested in law and debate. And so it was a lot of fun. And I got to see, like what it was like to actually, like, have something important to prove, to, like, save someone from jail and paying lots of money. So I thought it was super fun and a really cool experience.
I'm Rue Downing, and thank you for listening to Flashback. Remember to tune in next week for more. Thank you.